Hello, everybody. Welcome back to The Way I See It. My name is Lucy Superfox, and this is my podcast. So in this week's episode, I want to talk a little bit about feeling free to be yourself. And in fact, I called the title of this podcast, Feeling Free to Be Yourself is Fucking Liberating. And I want to give you a little bit of context as to why this podcast and why now, but also to share a little bit about what it's like to feel free to be yourself. Because if that isn't you right now, then I can tell you your journey of growth, your journey of transformation in the pursuit of becoming the most you you have ever been will be transformational and I can promise you that at the end of the road when you have that moment where you realize that you've become your most authentic self your whole world changes so first things first what does it mean to feel free to be yourself so most of us are modulated and what I mean by that is we modulate and adjust ourselves based on the world around us we, from a very young age as children, are told, be quiet, you know, be quiet when the adults are talking, or behave, or good girls clean their rooms, or, you know, smart girls keep their room tidy, or whatever, right? We're, basically, we condition our behavior from a young age to make other people feel better. And the challenge is that as children, our primary goal is to receive care and love from our parents, right? That's our primary goal. We physically need it. Like, we would die if we weren't fed loved, held, cared for as babies, right? So we will, in in all circumstances, adjust our behavior to receive love from our parents in those young ages, very young ages, I'm talking like, you know, sub three, four, right? We will do anything to modulate our behavior to receive love, acceptance, approval, and all those good emotions from our parents or caregivers. So the challenge is, right? that we create that as a habit at a young age to make our parents feel better because they're stressed and we're crying or because we've made a mess or we've broken something and they're mad and we will adjust our behavior accordingly. And it's pretty normal for most people that go through that. The challenge is, is if we then continue to do that through our childhood years, through our teen years and into adulthood, because we, uh, you know, our parents either have sensitive nervous systems, which is, this is the, this is my experience. Our parents have sensitive nervous systems. And as a result, they're very sensitive to the way we behave and the way we do things. And they need our behavior to be a certain way. Or we, we have sensitive nervous systems and therefore we're always looking for approval. We're always looking for how people are responding. We're always looking for whether or not people have liked what we've said or agreed with what we've said. And So as much as this has good sides to it, right? And, you know, you might describe yourself as empathic. You might describe yourself as a sensitive person. And I have been, I would say I'm both of those things. The challenge is that that can often hold you back too. I know that it makes me a good presenter because I'm always assessing and judging feedback because I'm like, hey, hey, I didn't get feedback on that. So maybe that wasn't the right way to say that. Or I am, you know, it's made me a great coach over the years because I've been able to adjust my approach to things very naturally but the challenge is where it becomes a problem is where you are going down paths whether it's in a career path or an emotional path or in a relationship or the friendship circle and you're but adjusting your behavior as you go to receive approval from the people in that group whether that's people you work with your friends your family your partner whatever and so then what happens is at certain points in our life, when someone says something to us and maybe it's because something happens, maybe we lose someone, maybe it's like an inflection moment, maybe it's an impact point. And then we look at our life and we're like, oh, I feel a little bit off track here, right? That can often happen because we've been adjusting ourselves so much along the way. We've been making that one degree difference to, to fit in, to be seen, to be recognized, to be accepted, to be approved of. 
that as we make those one degree changes, we end up out of alignment with our deep, true, authentic self. And that's because as children, we have chosen attachment over authenticity. Now, I'm not going to get into attachment styles. I'm not a therapist, but maybe I'll talk about it in a future episode. The challenge is that if we continue that behavior where we choose attachment over authenticity every time, it's very easy to feel misaligned with oneself. It's very easy to feel inauthentic. It's very, and by easy, what do I mean? It's very likely I will feel inauthentic. It's very likely that I won't feel sure about who I am or what I want or where to go or what to do because I've chosen attachment every time. And so we end up in adulthood in a situation where we feel out of alignment with what we want, or actually it might not be that you even know that yet, but here's some signs that you are out of alignment with your authentic self. So number one, you're finding yourself in negative yo-yoing behaviors. So you say you want to be slim, fit and healthy, and you find yourself raiding the cupboards every Friday or after work. You say that you want to be, you know, a happy, healthy person, but you find yourself watching depressing, draining television. You say that you want to... Um, work on your personal growth but you find yourself justifying all the reasons why you need to stay the way that you are like often people who have disruptive or destructive behaviors and I can put my hand up as someone who's been and had disruptive and disruptive behaviors everything from extreme disordered eating challenges with alcohol problems with drugs overspending and I've talked about this in previous podcasts right is that those behaviors are escapism those behaviors were me releasing myself from attachment and approval and fitting in and in that moment escaping to be in my authenticity just to be myself and to feel better in the moment like you addictions are a big term but to feel chemically attached so all I've done in those situations is gone from emotional attachment to chemical attachment because the chemical attachment of eating loads of food drinking drugs you know overspending gets a big dopamine release that allows me to feel really good in the moment probably makes me feel like a fuck it kind of like I'm empowered, like almost like a rebellious moment. And I feel authentic for like a split second. And then afterwards I have to deal with the aftermath or whatever that's been. And that was pretty much my twenties if I'm being totally honest. So when looking at your life, if you are finding yourself seeking approval, looking for validation, and it might not, it might not even be as obvious as that. Like it might just be simply that you ruminate on what people you've said, or it might be that you think, did I say that the right way? Or did that person look at me funny? And it might not be this really like, you might not know that you're attached. You might not know that you seek approval, but those kinds of behaviors, when we have these kind of escapist behaviors, it's normally a sign there's a lack on a soul-based level, there's a lack of inauthenticity. It also shows there's layers of protection and that we're doing these things to protect ourselves from feeling things. And that to me is also a big sign there's a lack of authenticity because if you truly knew yourself and trusted yourself and liked yourself and knew what you wanted and knew who you wanted to be and had done all that work, there wouldn't be the need to cover yourself in layers of things like food and alcohol and drugs and whatever. Now, I'm a big fan of chocolate cake. I'm a big fan of wine. I'm a big fan of those things. But the difference is now I choose to have those things consciously. And sometimes I choose to have more than probably, you know, my recommended daily allowance of sugar. And I do those things not out of rebellion, not out of fuck it, out of like, do you know what? I'm really going to enjoy my weekend. I'm really going to enjoy this meal out. I really, really want to have this cake. And then I'm like, okay, move on. Like I, it's it's a done deal. I don't ruminate on it. And I think the challenge is that, and I think, sorry, the reason for that is that I have, I have done the work to peel back the layers of the onion, to be able to look at my life and look at how I came to be the person I am today. And I've peeled back those layers to be that most authentic version. And it is fucking 
liberating because in every look I still sometimes think oh did I say the right thing I still sometimes think oh what does that person think of me I still sometimes think did that make sense I say that a lot I still think oh gosh I had let that I didn't do that thing for that person or I need to replace that person. I still worry and ruminate right I also have ADHD so that's a big part of it but it doesn't come now from a place of needing to be accepted liked or validated or seen by anybody else now I think being seen by the people around you is one of the most special things. And if you are on your journey of transformation and growth, being seen by a coach who can truly see the journey that you're on, who can truly see where you've been, who can truly, like truly sees you because they've been there. Like I sat, you know, I sat on a call with one of my six week shift clients, which is my one-to-one coaching program. And I was like, I see you, I feel you, I hear you and I know you. And that's not me saying, I know exactly where you are. Let me fix you. That's me saying, I've been where you are. I know how that feels. Not your scenario, not the same situation, but I know that emotion. I know how guilt feels. I know how shame feels. I know how fear feels. I know how powerlessness feels. I know how those things feel. And so being seen is a really important step in your transformation journey because what being seen allows you to do is to open up and to feel safe and supported to open up. And when we feel safe and supported to open up, we're able to bring awareness to things we couldn't see before, but we're also able to release things that we're maybe hiding. And so I think it's important to be seen in in your transformation journey, but I think it's the need to be seen that we seek from the places that aren't necessarily going to serve our long-term growth. When we are seeking the need to be seen from our peers, the people we work with, our partner, whatever else, when we're seeking it, it strikes a deep lack of self-worth, self-confidence and real authenticity because naturally, because of programming, because of our nervous system conditioning, we are leaning on attachment rather than authenticity. And this is something that has understanding this and not just knowing it cognitively and going, well, that makes sense, but actually really seeing this and knowing this with myself has allowed me to recognize when I am in attachment and when I'm in authenticity. And a way I describe it, so I described to one of my clients the other day was I said, said, for me, when I'm in my most authentic self, it's not like a, oh, I could do that and I could do that and I could do that and I could do that. It's like, boom, we're doing that. Like it's, it's like my soul is speaking rather than like my brain is chattering. And when I'm in attachment, it's like a chatter and it doesn't stop and it's really fucking annoying right and that's the way I've learned to discern the difference but what I want you to understand is that being free to be yourself is not about saying fuck it to the wind it's not about suddenly not caring what other people think and thinking that all other people are assholes like that's not what being your most authentic free self is being your most authentic free self is about feeling safe to be yourself and knowing that you're enough and knowing that whether you get approval validation recognition doesn't matter because you're on your right path but getting to that most authentic self getting into is about peeling back the layers of the onion it's about being able to recognize where along the way we've lost ourselves in the expectations and obligations of others it's about recognizing where we're on a path that was laid out for us maybe we were given a path to run on whether that's from our parents or a business coach or whatever that actually maybe we didn't have the confidence at the time to say hey I'm not sure that's what I want because we didn't know right and this is where I'm a big believer that you have the fucking right to change your mind you have the right to pivot you have the right to do something different that is your god-given or whatever you choose to believe in your universe given right of being a human being is that you get to change your mind 
But in order to change your mind and trust that decision, you have to peel back the layers to know what's real, to know what is you, to know what's authentic versus what is attachment, what is like you attaching yourself to the world around you to feel something. So how does it feel to be free? How does it feel to be liberated? I wake up in the morning and... I have a lot of autonomy. Now I've also created some practical steps here, guys. Like I've got, I've created a practical environment where I have multiple income streams, uh, most of which are leveraged in that. That means they're not attached to the time that I work. I'm in a situation where I, um, you know, I'm in a great financial position and I've, and I've worked to create that over the last seven years being self-employed. So there's an element of the practical things talking about the emotional things here. But I wake up in the morning, I feel a sense of like, what do I want to do today? Where do I want to go today? Who do I want to be today? And of course, sometimes there are things that are required, meetings, calls, you know, places I need to be. But it's more about if one of those days that I don't have that, this sense of true, like, I still choose to work. I still choose to do the things I do. I choose to do this podcast. Guys, it's a fucking Friday night at half past five and I'm filming this because I'm like, hey, I really want to do my podcast. It's that sense of I, I want to do things. I don't have to make myself do things anymore. I'm in a situation where being honest with you, when I did the work to peel back the layers, to regulate the nervous system, all the things I talk about on this podcast, you know, do my healing, do my shit. I am in a situation where I don't have to make myself do stuff. I don't have to make myself do it because it's an authentic extension of who I want to be, the business I want to create, the life I want to have. So because it feels that way, it feels natural for me to do it. And any, I fucking hate this person about my world that's just like, you're going to make yourself do the shit you don't want to do. I'm like, or not. I'm like, or not. Or you can just figure out why you don't want to do it. Dig into the reasons why, work out if they're real, work out if they're total bullshit. And then off the back of that, ask yourself the question, why do I feel I need to do this thing? Is it for someone else to approve me, like me or validate me? Or is it because I really want to do it? If then at that point, you're like, I really want to do it. You're not making yourself do it. You're choosing to do it. So I'm in a situation where because of all of this, I've, you know, over the last 12 months, I've doubled my income and it stayed that way kind of monthly. And from the choices that I've made and the way that I've shown up and the energy that I vibrate at and how much space I have to hold. And I think that's the biggest thing for me in doing all of this work is that I feel like I just have space. I have room. I have capacity to hold space for more, whether it's clients, wealth, abundance, you know, we're a bigger house, which is what we're looking at right now. Like, and it's not about stuff and things. It's about the fact that I'm able to vibrate that way because I'm not vibrating in the minutiae of what do they say? What do they think? Oh my God, do they like me? Oh my God, this is, uh, 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 right? Because I'm more most authentic self. And I think there are so many people that feel trapped in cultures, in businesses, in societies, in relationships, in companies, in, I mean, the list is endless, right? That aren't allowing them to be them true selves because some somebody else's expectations or obligations and I just truly know and believe that you can be part of a collective, you can be part of a company, an organization, you can be part of, you know, a relationship where you can be your most authentic self. And the people that truly are a vibrational match for you, who are at your next level, will be there with you, will be there no matter what you choose to do, no matter who you choose to be. And I can tell you that because I'm part of a collective. I'm also part of an organization, a big global organization. I'm part of um, a, an amazing company, a big, amazing charity. We're all so different, but I get to be me. And that's the best thing because when you are your most authentic self, you will always find yourself in the right room. And if we're, the room you're in right now isn't allowing you or you feel like you can't allow you because of the habits you've created to be your most authentic self in that room, it's time to peel back the layers. It's time to shift. It's time to do that work.
So being a most authentic self, feeling free to be yourself is fucking liberating. I highly recommend it. It's been a journey. I'm You're never done. I've been working on this for the rest of my life. But one day, a few months ago, I woke up. I looked at Josh, who's my fiance at this time. We get married in three weeks. Whoop. And said, I'm going to be okay. And he said, I know. And I think that's the thing. He's always seen the most authentic me. He's always known the real me. And it was me that got lost along the way. And it's okay if you got lost along the way through all the habits that you've learned, the behaviors that you've learned. But I want you to know that your most authentic self is still there. And it's just about peeling back the layers. It's about making that shift. So right now, if you are ready to feel safe, supported and seen and you resonate with my content, you're here listening to this podcast, you can resonate with my journey, then I am ready and excited to help you. The six week shift has two spaces remaining. So please reach out. My email is lucy at lucysuperfox.com or you can DM me at, at next level lucy or at lucysuperfox on Instagram. And I can share with you the program details, how it works and how you can get involved. It's a six week one-to-one coaching program with six modules. Plus you're going to get six sets of custom work afterwards and a ton of bonuses. And I'm actually going to be recording a brand new bonus for the six week shift clients only all about my experience and my journey with what I'm going to call lower T trauma and how working on that has completely shifted the trajectory of my life. So that's going to be a bonus that's going to be in there as well, only available to those clients. So I hope that resonates. If you've got any questions about the six-week shift, drop me a message. Two spaces remain, that's it, two spaces remain. So if you want to be one of those two, if you are ready to shift, if you're ready to take life to the next level, if you're ready to be your most authentic self, then I am here for you. And my wish, as always, is that you're in pursuit of your next level life. That was the way that I see it, and I will see you on the next episode.